Welcome back to the Drop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, October the Guy. Today, I'm here with my co-host, as always, G-Sizzle. Hey. It's Grace. Grace wanted a cool name. I, I don't October. think we're there yet. I'm October the God, and it's Grace. We'll it's get like there. A, it's like God's grace. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the connection. Um, I, we'll, we'll work on it. It's okay. Um, we're, we're doing Frank Ocean. Yes. Yeah, I'm not gonna, there's no, there's no big hullabaloo this time. I feel like that's why people like us, though, because of our big hullabaloos. Yeah, uh, I, they probably use that exact wording, too. Yeah. Our big hullabaloos. Hey, uh. When this episode goes out, we're like almost at like a hundred followers on Instagram. So go follow us on Instagram if you yeah. don't. Drop culture podcast. Tell All your right. friends. Your friends. So before we start talking about Frank Ocean, um, first have to acknowledge that Nostalgia Ultra exists and why we aren't going to talk about it. So Nostalgia Ultra is not on Spotify, and that's the main reason we aren't talking about it. But the reason it's not on Spotify is because some of the samples didn't get cleared still haven't i guess because don't know but we do know we do know about it a lot of the songs from it were released as singles later on so that songs like uh i think moon river no moon river for sure and then well not moon river novocaine swim god about you are the ones that were released as part of uh ultra nostalgia nostalgia ultra ultra nostalgia is the what's her name lipa album uh, i don't know literally the only person i know who listens to Dua Lipa. <laughs> oh future nostalgia <laughs> literally the same as i said that <laughs> i was like what it's literally i all right we're gonna start off with chanel orange yeah uh, unless you want to cover some singles real quick i i didn't know <laughs> never listened to a frank ocean single ever i like the novocaine one that one's catchy i want to talk about biking real quick biking has jay-z and tyler the creator there's two versions so there's biking solo and then there's Biking. Biking solo is just him. I think it's a really... That's one of my favorite songs by Frank Ocean. It's very chill, very relaxed. I just want everyone to go listen to Biking. All right. Yeah. So, Chanel. Are we going to say Chanel or Channel? Or Channel? It's Channel. But Chanel sounds better. It's, so you it's can channel? choose... Channel it is Channel. Orange. I guess that makes... It makes yeah, sense because the album doesn't... is set up kind of like a TV show, which is yeah. which is a fun little Frank idea. Yeah, I um, wish it was Chanel Orange because that, that would just sound, sounds it makes better. a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. In the context of the album, Channel Orange m- makes much more sense. And like every, every song on this album feels necessary, you know, like with a lot of albums, not to call out Donda, but some of the songs feel like 
um, why is this here? Why is this on here? But everything here feels perfectly placed. And I feel like that's a problem with a lot of albums now is like, it feels like you're just throwing stuff in there for more, for more time. Yeah, I definitely really, really loved the like, layout of this album. I think it was like perfectly like pieced together and like the songs, like you said, it, it's not too long, not too short. It feels like very right. Um, but yeah, I really like the whole like, oh, flipping through a TV because I'm pretty sure what the introduction is like flipping it sounds like turning on a tv so it's like the whole experience too yeah and even like the little ad breaks are like fun like my favorite one is fertilizer yeah i think it's funny and cute i think it's cool how it like ties you in like so it really feels like an experience more than like just an album and what's uh what's interesting about it is it is only 17 songs but it covers a lot of different genres and a lot of different like themes frank has captured a very like unique thing here it's like not something a lot of people can pull off like with people like drake he'll like try and get like oh here's my r&b song here's my pop song here's my rap song frank is like hitting every single thing makes sense and calling it an r&b album feels kind of bad because it's not just an R&B It chart in the R&B charts, though, so. Yeah, I think, like, one of the the ways he wrote these songs is a lot of them, they seem, like, obviously some of them are probably, like, from his point of view, but a lot of them are, like, stories. Like, they are, you know, either made up or like witness but he's an amazing like storyteller and i think that really helps with the album like feel like a a show like this is like an an experience i think that's it's really put together well i think the idea of this album is like you're sitting down it's a late night but it's also like you're like super high because everything is like really trippy all the time like you notice that like there's a really like heavy psychedelic vibe yeah, was it really? called like psychedelic, like pop or whatever? Yeah, that's, it's like, psychedelic official, soul or something. Yeah, like that's the official name. I think that's kind of like cool. Yeah, because that definitely deserves its own subgenre. It's like, so I have a personal playlist. It's it's a like a space playlist. In this album, it's mostly this album because it's like this album really makes you feel like you're like transcending. And I think his later project it isn't there as much this feels very like you hit it on the nail on the head the first go frankie boy yeah something about this was just like it really was so so well thought out and um i think the way it's just so like diverse and there's not a one theme yet it's all tied together with like while you're watching TV. I, just, I think that's so cool. Yeah, and it's like really appreciative of it. But in terms of like themes, it's like really different because it is like, once again, like the TV channel analogy isn't an analogy because that's just the album. But it's like, it tackles themes of like love and loss and like the differences between lust and love and what it's like 
what it is to like grow up with money and how that can affect you when you're young. It's like really all over the shop, but really cool. Yeah, and I think one of the things about Frank Ocean is um, he does talk about his, his first love a lot. I think that's interesting how he always goes back to like the first person he fell in love with. And like a lot yeah. of his songs are about that. Yeah. They say Frank needs to just get out of the past. <laughs> are you making fun of him? Yeah, Frank, you loser. You Frank Ocean alone. I love you, Frank Ocean. Or shouldn't fight me. He so... didn't even talk about his Metcalfe look. <laughs> <laughs> the look of, look at my alien baby. Look, there's a little man in my arms. This He's is what baby. I would say if I were Frank Ocean. <laughs> Good to know. I want to talk about the cover, <laughs> then we can actually start talking about songs. So, the cover is because has or had synesthesia which is where like words in like sounds have are assigned like visuals so that's how we saw the word channel i guess glowy and such yeah i think that's cool because then not only are you getting the experience of a tv show and being put exactly into the mindset of how he's viewing it but you also get to see like the colors of it and you know how how it like feels as well as yeah. how it sounds so i have a message for all my all my straight men out there there's a lot of you you who listen to this you can still sing frank ocean it doesn't mean you're gay it means you like a good music it's okay that's so weird yeah just like don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to change the lyrics. That's guy, so pretty funny. Like a girl. Why? I think it's so lame. It's like hilarious. Though. I don't think guys are hot. Why would you say that? My guy's my guy. Like you know, like my guy, like my bro. <laughs> pretty like a girl, you know. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna we, stop we bullying stop people. Now, yeah. <laughs> Thinking about you. Sorry, straight people. Oh yeah. Thinking about you. So sweet, so cute, cute song. It's uh the beats are very fluid, and the beats are very fluid for most of the album. There's a few songs where I'm like, okay, can we can we go to the next song? Maybe. Yeah. Is thinking about pyramids, you the one pyramids that ten minute song pyramids. Why did he do that? That was kind of good though. That was a good song. Like I'm glad he did it, but pretty sure nights is the same way. I like, you know what song I really like that always gets stuck in my head? Uh, Monks. What's that? I, what? How does it go? Um, um, anyways, but I really like You it. don't even know! Well, no, I don't want to perform it because I'm ill. And it will definitively sound bad. It's pretty lame, guy. But no, I really like it because it's like all messy. It sounds all like the like the drums and like the way he's singing yeah. are kind of like off. And I love and it. Bass synthesizers yeah, and bass. That song's amazing. Oh, my favorite song from this album is actually Pink Matter, because if you've listened Very to any interview I've done like ever, 
Um, I really like Andre 3000. I really resonate with a lot of things he says. It has a lot of really good features. Andre 3000, John Mayer, Tyler the Creator, and Earl Sweatshirt. Earl Sweatshirt on Super Rich Kids is fun. It's a little different because Earl is weird and he sounds different from everyone else. Tyler is only on the deluxe version, which is only on Apple. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Tyler, the creator, helped produce the album. Uh, yeah, because they're buddies, I guess. And then they so were did, uh, who produces every single album somehow, Pharrell Williams. Dude, Pharrell... I'm going to do an episode about Pharrell one day, dude. Pharrell is insane. He's literally worked on every single, like, album somehow. Yeah. Go Pharrell. But, okay, so, I want to talk about Pilot Jones, which is probably... Pilot Jones is definitely my favorite song. Um, it's really, it feels like separate from the whole album. Also, like in a way where it still melds perfectly, beats are perfectly timed. Everything just feels so smooth. I love this. This is my favorite Frank Ocean album out of the three. Uh, but it kind of talks about how it's hard to the difference between a romantic and a platonic relationship. And like all the emotions are in there, and it's just hard to work through them, especially when you're doing it on your own. And then, and then there's Crack Rock, which talks about police violence. Oh, right hook, Frank Ocean. You know, obviously an important thing. It felt a little out of place for a second, and then you hear the rest of the song, and then it's like, that's why that's here. Yeah, I think I think every single song on this album, like you said, completely necessary. I think, so, okay, what I like about Pyramids, which isn't a lot because it's so long, separates the album again. Frank Ocean has a habit of separating his albums. So it immediately, no more R&B, no more singing, synthesizers, synthesizers, synthesizers gonna i'm gonna we're we're gonna make a shirt the weekend says it all the time and it's gonna say forgive me father for i have synthed i love that that's a good the sizes are amazing but yeah it talks of so it, it's really pyramids is interesting because it talks about the life of cleopatra it's like historically accurate in bits it's like oh yeah that actually that did happen to her frank ocean but why are you singing about it right now but then it's like it's about like a, a girl who works at a strip club called the pyramid she's That's, making money yeah. to, to, for her like boyfriend or something yeah. yeah the back half of the album is the better bit of the album so that's lost white monks bad religion pink matter forest gump Again, I am biased to Pink I, Matter. That's my favorite song. I do think the back half stuck a lot more. Like, the first half was more warm-up. Yeah. But it's the still very good. The back half is funky. It gets so funky so quick. It's, yeah, I love... I, I love the funk. <laughs> Who don't love the funk? Not, not me. Definitely not Frank Ocean. Listen, Frank, I want the funk. 
can we talk about how everyone's always like Frank Ocean doesn't release ever? He released last year. More. Two songs last year. Like he pretty much does something every year. Like a lot. He could definitely do more. It's like, you know, he is doing his own thing. He has his brand Homer. He's he's preserving his talent as he should. What a king. His brother actually passed away, I think, last year. Aww. And people were like, we're gonna get a really good album from this. Uh, anyways. Anyways. Uh, Maybe don't say that. Yeah, it's like... I'll talk about Homer, though. It's not... I don't know really what he sells. I think it's clothes. He sells baby-sized green people. Nothing on the on the website <laughs> at all. Maybe he hasn't started yet. Did he wear his own clothes at the Met Gala? Is that what that was? I think so. His Met Gala outfit sucked, though. Yeah, that... <laughs> We're not going to go into my Met Gala opinions right now, but I think... Didn't he... we do it for Lil Nas X? Yeah. His Met look? I want to talk about his Frank's Met look. It's I bad. think... I like listen. He didn't look bad because Frank Ocean will not look bad, but he doesn't look like good. And what was the theme? What was this it, year's theme? It was like American American history. You could either go the American history of fashion, or you could go American history. There there were two options. Um, a lot of people just like I don't know. People just wear suits. That that bothers me. Like, why are you going to the Mechella and not dressing up? Like, it's fancy. Wear a fancy suit at least. So, I read this thing a while ago. If you go to his song DHL, right? See in the little in the little hieroglyph things on the bottom, there's a picture of a man holding a smaller man. Some may call it a baby. Was it green? It's just black. So people are like, uh, yeah, Frank's been doing Frank stuff for a while. Frank's been doing Frank stuff. Yeah, this is the best one. This is one of the most iconic albums of like the last years, I'd say. I do think it was very, it was very perfect. You very know, influential. I like, obviously, there will always be like flaws with every single album, but I think this song... I mean, this album. One. Name one. No, go ahead. Name one. very perfect. Name one. Name a flaw. So, basically, um... Yeah, name a flaw. I said there's probably, like, I don't... Name it then. Say it. it that there's too many intermissions, and there's not enough just songs? You said that, not me. Saying there's fertilizer, not just money... And I think white is one. I think Force Gump one. No. There's like four intermissions. Too many intermissions for a 55 minute album. Yeah, but I think, I don't think it hurt it too bad. But I'd like more Frank Ocean just being Frankie Boy, if you don't mind. More Frank, please. Bad, not the bad one. I don't like. 
as the oh. lesser one. One where you're like, I mean, yeah. Everyone's always raves about knights, and I'm like, you're gonna rave about knights and not bad religion. This album came out in a very good time for it. Because it came out in 2016. Oh, yeah. 2016 was the year of everyone's at their peak. Everyone's going to do their best music right now. Yeah, everything from here on out will be not good. It was It was very, like, somehow there's something in the air during 2016 that was just so addicting. Like, everyone created like, good music, and... Nothing was bad ever. I cannot think of a bad album from 2016. It's so weird. I don't know if it was like us or people, but... Yeah, I'm trying to think. There had to be someone who had a bad album. It was like a, a worldwide social experiment. Hey guys, let's see who, if we can all just make good music for one year and never again. If we make the music so bad, it'll actually make everything else sound good. But yeah, Blonde. There's Nikes, which talks about capitalism and police brutality, but it's like Alvin and the Chipmunks are singing it. So it's like, yeah, right, but also, Frank, we are buying this album. So, yeah, album album promoted, album album in, in Apple Music, but we get the point. <laughs> yeah, like, you definitely don't have a direct deal with Apple. You know, whatever. <laughs> but to crack, it talks about like gold diggers and consumerism, but it's like, yeah, it's just, I didn't like it. It's very long too. It's five minutes. It's the same auto-tune tone for a lot of it. Towards the end, it goes away, but it, up until that point, it's just like, uh, I do yeah. think the I, I, the idea of like talking about capitalism and like how it affects black people, like calling it Nikes, very that's very that's very clever, Mister Ocean. Yeah, I definitely think this album was. I want to say more more sad, like a, a little bit. Um, yeah. it was definitely less, like, stories, and more just, like, you know, talking, and, like, kind of just saying whatever he wants to say, and I think it's still, it's still, like, lyrically kind of, like, goes well, but I, I don't, a lot of that, like, I'm gonna tell you a story kind of isn't there as much, I mean, obviously, s s a little bit, but... Yeah. My main issue comes from all three albums are just concept albums. So when your entire dis discography is concepts and nothing's really fluidly connected, it just feels like, because at least with Channel Orange, it has a storytelling device of, oh, it's like a TV. Someone just doesn't have that. It's just kind of like we're going through everything's Things happening. But I do enjoy songs like Ivy, but, you know, when it's just not enough songs like Ivy to, like, make up for it. Yeah, I I think... I think it was 
good. Obviously, it's not a bad album, but I think, like you said, it's not, like, connected enough to be as good as Channel Orange, because it's just, like, I, it's not as, like, memorable. It, it doesn't stick as well as Channel Orange did, and I think it's kind of hard to, like, come back from such a perfect album, so obviously this album, you know, may not seem as good just because of what was before it, but I don't, I don't think it's a bad album. Yeah, and, like, I don't, I'm pretty sure this album has one feature on it. Beyonce! I don't. So loud, you broke your mic. Beyonce. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, it was Beyonce. What is Beyonce? She is on Pink and White. Is? Yeah, like, barely, but she is. I think she does vocals. What else would she be doing? Singing. It's it's Andre three thousand. He he does a an interlude. Um, I remember that. I was trying to remember which one though. No. Okay. Yeah. I think it's solo. Yes, it is solo. I love Andre three thousand. He is. If anyone ever comes around my block. Talking bad about Andre 3000, we're gonna scrap. And I'm not I, even about it. I don't Andre. know a bunch of Andre 3000 songs, but every time I hear him, he is just so satisfying to listen to the way he like puts words together. It's so an outcast cool. episode at the end of October. Okay. Uh, I like Andre 3000. I think it's cool. Like I think they go well an together. Outcast final. i pretty much like it more than you and you're pretty much wrong my bad Um, yeah so this album it feels like there's a lot of effort in here one song i didn't i knew this man was on the album i knew he had his grubby little mitts on this little song kanye jesus christ Kanye's grubby little mitts on white Ferrari. He produced it. Oh. If you think about white Ferrari, think and think about Kanye's little little Kanye fingerprints all over it. You can <laughs> you can see where he was. Alright, maybe. Exactly what Kanye was doing and what he was like. I like white Ferrari though, so <laughs> it's okay. I think a lot of people like white Ferrari. I like white Ferrari. Um his notes like Two weeks ago, so uh, Frank Ocean talks about uh, the milk crate challenge. Our milk crate, what? he says that he predicted the milk crate challenge. Oh, you're making a joke. I was like, what? Why did he, he do did. that? You no, know, he did do that, though. All right. The album is, is different from all other kinds of R&B albums, but it definitely feels more like trapped in that genre i think i think he had a lot of passion like listening he obviously still has his entire heart into this but i think it's just a little bit like lost in like you said message in the heat of it all i was wondering if that was gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) 
but I, I just, like, there is so much different stuff going on that it's, like, hard to put it together. I think, so he was kind of going for, like, a minimalist thing with the beats, but, um, like, a musician want a minimalist beat it just sounds lazy like you just a few buttons and that was it yeah uh, not to swing at frank but don't don't touch him he beat up chris brown he's very strong remember when he beat up chris brown no one could see but my mouth just flew open that's what why did he beat him up i think he said like something homophobic i don't remember yeah. don't quote me on that i don't quote me on that i don't yeah. know go frank remember but i uh maybe i'm gonna say it's because Chris, I think it was about a parking spot. I could be wrong. I'm going to say it's because everyone hates Chris Brown, and that's why they fought. Chris Brown hates Chris Brown. Even Kanye hates Chris Brown. It says parking lot altercation. Yeah. So I don't remember. <laughs> this album it feels a lot more like dreamy. It feels like not dream pop, but this is the psychedelic pop thing, though. This is very, like, whoa. There's another one where it's like, I'm going to space. I love that you mentioned that because I love, I love songs that have that feeling. And I think the way Frank Ocean can do that over and over and over again is really cool because you can listen to any Frank Ocean song and be like, I want to feel like this. And you can feel like that. Yeah, it's, you can have the ability to like, feel like genuine like, like you can feel the emotions you want to feel with each song. And I think it's so cool how he could capture that. That's why everyone like, Nights affects a lot of people emotionally because it is a very emotional song. It's like, uh, you know that Spongebob meme where he has the headphones in and he's like floating? Um, I am aware. That's that's what all Frank Ocean's discography is. I feel like we cannot discredit that Frank Ocean can like rap really really well. His Ocean. voice, he is so talented. I really yeah, like Frank Ocean. He has such a beautiful voice, and it's just so nice to listen to because it's literally perfect for the music he makes. Like, it's just everything goes. And I think that's... It, it really matters how, like, his voice sounds to his music. Because it is kind of addicting to listen to his voice. He's like... He raps, like, really well. So if you go to the, the Odd Future Tape Volume 2, I think it's on... An- analog 2? It's Analog or Analogy. I'm pretty sure it's Analog. I believe he, you. he raps on it, and it and it's really good. Every wow. I love Frank Ocean. He has so many talents. Like honestly, he's, never stop Frank. 
Yeah, Frank Ocean's done like a lot of things. And he was on testing by ASAP Rocky. Watch the throne. Everyone knows the Watch the Throne one though. Church in the Wild. Made in America. And, uh him and Kanye worked together for a really long time. Same with Jay-Z, Beyonce. Everyone knows that Frank Ocean is amazing. Yeah, and I think his sound is so, like, it can be flexed a lot into so many different things. I think that's why he can, you know, be with so many artists because he just has a very, like, flexible way of, like, making music. You can kind of tell, like, how between two albums it switches up so much. And I think that's... It's nice that he can, you know, pretty much go well with most people. So even though as a collective we dislike a little bit, Ocean, we still love you. He is currently number 242 in the world on Spotify, which is still pretty good. So what would you rate Channel Orange? Orange, that's a 10 out of 10 album. I'm going to say it's a 10 out of 10 album. Right um, up there with like Kissland, <laughs> uh, Yay. I think of other albums that I really liked. Good Kid, Mad City. What would you rate Blonde? It's, it's a 9, just because I don't like it nearly as much. I said 8. Frankie boys are coming after you. All of them? Out of the creator. <laughs> creator Jay-Z, Beyonce, and Kanye. Pharrell pr- produced a blonde, too. Pharrell, go away. Go Actually, away! No, Pharrell, Pharrell like... don't yell it to the microphone. Pharrell! No, really <laughs> Just don't yell at Pharrell. He produces really good music. He does. I'm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I like Pharrell. He on everything. <laughs> yeah, he's made like most things. Like the 2000s, you were more than likely anytime you turned on the radio, you were probably gonna play a Pharrell song. That's a real statistic. Go Pharrell. Is he like rich, rich? Like rich, 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 rich? Like he's like richer than either of us well that's not a good scale yeah frank ocean follow us on instagram if you also love frank ocean but if you hate frank ocean but if you also are just like just no matter how you feel about frank ocean you should follow us because we love frank ocean and love kanye listen to the drop culture podcast like you're doing right now so like when you instagram when you go to sleep at night just like turn it on and have us rock you to sleep with our music commentary all right well this has been the drop culture podcast i'm your host october the god follow us on instagram at the drop culture podcast and remember culture